Hey, we're with the filmmaking team of Marvel Me Free. Uh, Diane Kaufman, MD, is the director. Starlet Swan is the poet writer. And Lucia Martinez Rojas is the animator and videographer. So Lucia, you're in Columbia. Starlet's in Texas. And you're in uh, Oregon, right, Diane? Yeah. Uh-huh. So everybody's there. And I'm in Toronto. So everybody's in different <laughs> places of the world. So amazing film. So I'm just curious about, so Starlet, you wrote the poem, correct? Yes. Do you remember what year it was when you wrote it? Last year. No, you wrote last. So it just it's, it's it's a fresh poem. You just wrote it last year. Yes. Did you yeah. write it for the making of this film, or did you just write it like solo, kind of like for for, for yourself? I wrote it in support of a, an acquaintance of mine because she had just gotten diagnosed with cancer, and. She wanted to know how I dealt with my own illness. And it's, she specifically asked me to write the poem and that she, to write it in the form of a poem and that she would like to read it. So just to be supportive, it was my way to say, I'm here for you. And I wrote it. So the film, the, the poem is about, in the film obviously, is about, is about a block that we have, emotional, emotional, physical block that we all have. Or I, I, should, I shouldn't say we all, but I, we all kind of relate to this poem. I think that to a certain extent, everyone, of course, is different extremes. Well, I, I one for one, really related to this, to this poem. So basically, it's about emotional or physical block that we have for us not to move forward in our, in our life, whatever that is. And that's sort of what the the thematic of your of your poems about, I guess, right? Well, originally, it started as the blog was my illness. Okay. And, and that it, that entailed physically, physically and psychologically, but then it has kind of taken a life of its own because it seems that everybody can relate to it. Okay. Because when you concentrate on pain, it doesn't matter if it comes from the physical body or from the mind or from the outside, pain is pain is pain. And everybody can relate to that and how to deal with it. And some, a lot of times, so basically it's interesting that you kind of made it universal. You kind of had a key emotion within a personal experience of the, your illness and you kind of made a universal kind of story, universal poem through in the context of what, of what you just said. I just want to touch on the emotional because it's like, obviously doctors are, their jobs are to, to kind of like heal the physical, but the, the, the emotion seems to get kind of like not talked about as often, I guess, in the, at least in the Western world medicine, I guess. Right. So I love how you kind of pointed that out in your film. It is how I got to meet Diane because it was my condition. It is considered a, a suicidal but there are no protocols in order to help with that. And when I met Diane, um, with Diana, when I heard that she works specifically as a, to prevent suicide, I was like, I need to speak with this person. And I talked to her and she said, oh yeah, let's, let's talk about this. I want to know the porn. And I wrote the poem the day before I talked to her. And when we met, she asked me the same thing. She said, how did you deal with your illness? And for whatever reason, I just 
went ahead and said, I just wrote a poem about it. Would you like me to read it to you? And she said, yes. And that was the beginning of Marvel Me Free. Wow. So how did you guys, were, how were you able to connect? How did you guys like find each other? Yeah, I, I could uh, chip, uh, yep. add to this. Yep. So, um, you know, I'm a, a poet, artist, and child psychiatrist, uh, founder, director of the Arts and Healing Resiliency Center at Mind Matters PC. But for maybe at least um, a, a, more than a year, um, I had been hosting online through Eventbrite, uh, follow uh, your arts heart, uh, which included workshops and special events. So it was back in, and I'm going to ask uh, uh, Starlet to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was in October um, of 20, what was it, 2020, 2020 or 2021? 2021. Yeah, 2021, when I had hosted um, John Fox, who's a, a poetry therapist. Um, in uh, California, he had been the uh, head of the National Association of Poetry Therapy, and he and I have met each other and worked together. And he was online giving a workshop um, on poetry, the healing power of poetry, especially in the time um, of COVID. And Starlet had heard about the workshop somehow and participated in the workshop. And at the end of the workshop, um, Starlet uh, wanted to um, stay a little longer to speak with John and myself. And out of that conversation, um, uh, Starlet and I wanted to meet each other again. And so when we had our first meeting online together, which was just, I think, a couple of days after we had met, it was on a Sunday, we had met each other. And it was at that point that Starlet shared her poem, which was called, um, um, was it the, yeah, the Marble Block. Yeah, so that, that was the name of the poem. And I was, it was such a wonderfully powerful, poignant, and meaningful, all superlatives poem that I said that I immediately said I could see this as an animation. And would she be interested, you know, in doing so? Uh, and then in collaboration uh, with each other, and I also said, I know someone, right? And the, the someone was Lucia, right? And I immediately got in touch with Lucia, who said yes. Uh, and then uh, thinking about the poem um, uh, and its, its deep meaning, um, I thought of a renaming of the poem, uh, which was Marble Me Free. I guess Marvel Block is is uh is is not as positive as Marvel Be Free, I guess. Yeah. It's simplest way, I guess. It's got a more yes. it jumps yeah. out jumps out more as as a positive message. That's that's an amazing story. So what is your have you made Diane, have you made films before previously? Uh, well, I, I um, the answer is yes. Um, so I through my, um, the poetry that I've written, which seems to always be a uh, an outgrowth of my uh, life experiences, uh, personal, professional blending of them. Uh, and I had met Lucia online um, a number of years ago uh, when I was looking, and I think it was on Upwork at that time, or Elance, uh, uh, online site, um, I had written a poem 
um, called uh, Women of the World. And it was around, I think, the time of the Me Too mm -hmm. um, explosion. Uh, and it was Lucia uh, was the one that I chose to animate that. Uh, and um, and then, which has gone on to, to win, you know, international recognition. Uh, and Lucia and I continued to collaborate uh, on poetry, um, story. Uh, there's one uh, called um, Three Objects Spoke to Me, which is a beautiful animation and, and illustrated book and coloring book. And, and most recently, too, um, I've written poetry uh, on um, suicide, suicide prevention, uh, one called um, Don't Give Up and the other called Lift You Up. And uh, Lucia has been instrumental in animating those. And they've also won international awards. So the, the answer is yes. And you're, you're quite yeah. accomplished. Um, to, to, that's amazing. So you, this, this is obviously your kind of secondary career, I guess. And it's, it's amazing. Well, I would say it's my primary career. Well, no, that's, that's even more amazing. I guess <laughs> it's your second career. You, it, it, now it's your primary career, but it's now it's your second career, I guess. That's yeah. It. Yes, uh, yes, you're right. So you guys, so you met Lucia online, and then you also yeah. met Starlet online. That's pretty, that's extraordinary. And then you were able to collaborate and, and form. Have you guys ever met, any of you ever met in person? Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> that's we're it. hoping for some, sometime, some near in, in the future or something. Even in 2022, 2023, that's still an amazing thing that you guys are able to, to make such profound work and you've never met each other in person. So tell me about, okay, so tell me about this particular project. You guys obviously have a shorthand, you've worked together before. So in terms, you got the poems, you got the, the body of work, and then you're gonna do a sound design, of course, but tell me about your uh, the visuals. What did you guys, how do you guys collaborate on like the hand-drawn animation, the black and white, the the walls, the mirror, the the physicality of the, of the female? How do you guys kind of collaborate on that? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Lucia, you talk. <laughs> Basically, we had really long discussions uh, in which we would go back and forth on the style that we wanted. I proposed some storyboard and some preliminary images, which I drew uh, out of instinct, more like a, more like a experimental images, and we worked through this and started working on how she would interact with space, whether we would have another character. And um, she started having her own atmosphere, her own, um, her own perspective. And it slowly, slowly became what it is now. And so it was mainly interaction between the three of us and basically an, an explosion of uh, images that decomposed around uh, Starlet's beautiful words. But so then there's like a lot of like hands, like hands is very prominent in your in the, your piece, especially in the first few minutes where, where obviously gets the, she gets, the character gets stuck in a box, but you're like, you're kind of like, looking, I guess you're trying to feel something, I guess, right? So it's emptiness, yeah. but there's always this kind of like the feeling of touch as a sense. That's exactly. It's, a, it's, it's the way of expressing connection between 
the concept of what is um, hurting you and how it is perceived in the body and how it is perceived in the mind. So just showing the hands uh, was a way of, of um, not relying on facial expressions, but also showing uh, how, how intimate it is uh, touch uh, as a sense and how it can relate to this um, metaphorical uh, concept of, of touching or being in contact with this obstacle that becomes so real, you can almost feel it and feel it in a way that is unique to your to your experience. So the, 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 maybe this is conscious or unconscious, but I kind of noticed that there was like, she's stuck in a box, but then there's also moments where like, she's looking up and it's like, she's got so much space, but she's also stuck with like, you know what I mean? It's like the contrast of like, of being claustrophobic or having like a val a vista of like space that and you have nowhere to go with the space. Mm -hmm. It's all the same. Yes, it's like it's become it becomes overwhelming and overwhelming can be yeah. uh, like pressure on you, but it also can be like an open space in which you you feel so insignificant that it scares you. So it, that was the the idea of showing that the the marvel block changes as she perceives this pain as she works through this pain yeah 100 percent. like for my uh personal experience like way back when it's it's like it's like these are the times where you make major mistakes in your life when you're when you're doing because you're, you're you're kind of sometimes through because you have financial reasons or for all, all these other reasons you have to kind of like do something you have to like be like physical present, but you, you're not there emotionally. You're not there. Like, but then you end up making tragic mistakes in your life. And it, sometimes it's hard to, to catch up with that. I don't know. That, that's just me personally, kind of like mm -hmm. the feeling, the emotion of your film. That's what I kind of experience. We're like, Oh my God. Yeah. I get this. It's just like, this is like, this is horrific. But it's like you said, nobody really not, like I, I, people talk about, it, of course, Diane has a whole career about it, but it's like, it's not talked about enough, I guess I should say. It's true. It is true. It is true. So tell me about the, then, then all of a sudden, well, three minutes in, you add colors like the, like the blue and then the red. Why, mm -hmm. like, when did you, did you guys clap? When, when did you guys discuss like adding, obviously the red is the symbolism of blood, but what's the symbolism of the blue? Starlet can do you want yeah, to. Yeah, Starlet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was actually, influenced by Diana because the thing is that um, when we were talking about how to make the inside of the marble, we came up with different ideas, but Diana said very clearly, I think it needs to be natural looking. And so the thing is that I suggested, okay, let's do the, the eroded marble, how it looks once, you know, it's eroded by water to connect it with the tears mm -hmm. and the blood. And the thing is that I went searching for it because Lucia needed a visual of it in order to uh, draw it. And I came across the Cathedral of Mar in Chile. And it's this 
marvelous cave, completely of blue marble. And it has been eroded by the lake water and it's just outstandingly beautiful. And I thought this is the inside of the marble. And also Diana, she made a point that, which I agree, it's a work in progress. Yeah. When you go over something that is that big, that has impacted your life so much, it's not just, oh, now it's just bright skies and everything is fine. So in the marble, in those caves, you see the dark, bl the dark blue that can look almost black, but then you have also the light blue, like the sky. And so it had all the different shades of that we're gonna go through emotionally, even when we're in a good place, even though when we know how to deal with it, we still have to keep in mind that it's not just finish and just not do anything else, that it is a work in progress. So that's how that came to be. Gotcha. And then what I like about the film the most is that, not the most, but is that she does it alone. Like she kind of breaks through the marble, as you said, like there's nobody pulling her out. Like it's an individual experience. And like, we all have people helping us out and stuff like that, but it all, most times it comes down to us, right? We have to help ourselves out. So I like that idea of like, nobody's pushing her out. She's, she's boxing her way. She's punching her way through the marble, I guess. Was that, that was, that was all, I'm assuming that was conscious of yourself, of you guys as well, right? To make it her own journey. It is. Yes. It will act. Yes. Because if somebody is suicidal, they can get help, yes. But the decision to stay alive and the decision to keep living is from the And that applies to everything else. You can have, it's like if you want to feed somebody, you can prepare the food, you can purchase it, you can cut it you can do everything but it comes a point when the person has to put that food in their mouth chew it and digest it nobody can digest the food for them yes. so that's why it is the individual who finally makes the decision to move through it to work through it and to keep on well that's a that's a perfect metaphor that's a good, but that said, it's, it's always good to have people even like Diane to, uh, to, to help us out. Right. So yeah, it's like, it's the, but that's the perfect metaphor. Like they, they can, they, they get across the finish line. They can only take you so far, I guess. Right. I, I wanted to add too that relevant to what we were just talking about, that the, the transition at the end of the poem where, and the visual where she's coming through the marble block. Right. And then she stops and then the next scene where she sees the flower on the ground, um, uh, which was also born through her tears earlier, you know, in the animation and the uh, metaphorically and almost realistically taking that flower, that experience born of pain and putting it into her heart, her chest, where there's the crack and absor being absorbing that into her being it is also a, and then she embraces herself that transformational moment 
um, was a visual outgrowth of the poem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great, like, because it's like we, we're taking our pain from our past and kind of like using it to our, some, like, not to our, like, to our advantage in a sense, like, and so we can move forward, I guess, right? We all have our own experiences and we can live, we can, we can do something with that experience no matter how horrible it was, I guess. It's true. It's just like thinking of marble. Marble is beautiful because of all those imperfections and marks that it has. And so are we. Our bodies and our souls are, are filled with imperfections that make us who we are and make us beautiful on on our own point. And so th that was the whole uh, structure of showing the marvel in different aspects of interactions and re revealing how beautiful all these imperfections end up being inside of us yeah and yeah it's, and then it's just it's beauty you, you give us beauty in the end with like the nice colors in the background and where she is and she smiles for the first time she she literally lights up i guess right like with the with the blue so yeah, yeah. really solid solid uh, animation film how long did it take you guys to make it oh, it was oh, so we started in what october when uh uh, Lucia and I met, and then shortly thereafter, I think still in October, uh, Lucia, the three of us were meeting. You know, we met online, uh, I think almost every week on, until the following, I think it was completed, was it in May? That May. it was completed? May, right? Of, uh, like of 2022. Yeah. And I also want to give a shout out and a commendation to um, Jean-Marc Yi, um, who composed the music yeah. uh, specifically for Marvel Me Free. Uh, he did a phenomenal job. Uh, I also want to say with the transition point where she's in the cave, um, and then it becomes almost meditative, uh, meditative when she's reaching for the flower and putting it into herself. That I looked up online um, music to go with that, uh, and I ended up finding um, chakra meditation music that I felt really matched that spirit, uh, and it was um, the root chakra. And I sent that uh, a clip of that music to uh, Jean-Marc who um, composed his own music using that inspiration. And, and I think it worked really, really well. Everything came together so beautifully. Yeah, it's a real, yeah, it's an amazing score. It's amazing sound design. And Starla, I want you to understand that Diana is a, is a doer. So most people, most people would like, oh, let's make a film. And like, <laughs> and it's like, they'll get back to you six months later. It's like, she, it seems like you guys started the film like immediately, which is like unbelievable. So Diana, kudos to you. I like, and you, you're, you seem like a team builder as well. You know how to bring the right people aboard. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think, I think that creative collaboration, you know, um, I don't, I don't, maybe I, it's a gift. It's a gift to be able to do it and to be able to experience it. You know, and I think we've together, we're friends now uh, and we're creative friends. Uh, and it's just, just a wonderful experience. 
And where did you and where did you meet John Mark? Because yeah, it is it is a really good. Story. I met John Mark online. So yes. online because I think maybe Lucia had sent me um, a link to an, another perform another musician, and I was scrolling down that page, um, and then I happened to see John Mark's work on that page, and I um, I contacted him. Uh, and there was an original, uh, there was a piece that I thought might go, it had already been written, but that it was like available that you could um, purchase it. Um, but, it, but it didn't, uh, either it wasn't available or it wasn't quite right. And then he joined us online and we met with each other and he um, composed the score. And so you're doing, you're the founder of the Arts and Healing uh, Center? Yeah, it's called the Arts and Healing Resiliency Center. And, and that that uh, word resilience is so important because that's what it's all about. Sometimes we can't prevent horrible, awful things happening to us, you know, or, you know, life events, um, family events, uh, physical illness, also um, psychiatric mental illness. Sometimes we, we it's can't stop it but but the resilience part is what can we do as individuals as a family as a community to help lift each other up so when did this start for you when did you like get get inspired to make this kind of your life's mission um I think probably in childhood well I actually I'm going to say yes in childhood because um, my um, my mom had saved, you know, like many mothers do, all sorts of compositions and drawings. And I have a composition I wrote as an elementary school student, and it must have been about what you want to be when you grow up. And I said, I wanted to be a medical doctor or a medical drawer, D-R-A-W-E-R. Uh, and, and I think that meant an artist. Uh, and in, in medicine, I was... Um, I was always interested in people's stories. That's what that's what attracted me to psychiatry. I actually first received a, a medical training and um, boarded in pediatrics, and then I immediately turned around and I did psychiatry, and then I did child psychiatry, and writing, and then from and then also for my own healing, I participated in arts and healing workshops. And out of those experiences, um, you know, I would be writing and uh, I, I'm trying to think maybe it was in 2010 um, that I, I wrote a story um, at an arts and healing workshop in Manhattan, Therapeutic Arts Alliance on um, identity and integration, uh, kind of putting the pieces of yourself together. I wrote a story called Bird That Wants to Fly about a traumatized bird who can fly, but is too scared to fly because of things that have happened. And the uh, the, the prompt um, was pretty amazing. Part of the prompt was to take three pieces of paper, kind of imagine three parts of yourself, but not necessarily specifically, but three parts of yourself and with your non-dominant hand to just scribble on the page and then look at it and see if you might see an image in there and then to pull it out and to title it 
and then to embody it. And that's how this story emerged. And amazingly, that's a pretty story, good exercise. I like that. Yeah. So it's um, active imagination, Carl Jung. And amazingly, out of that story, it inspired an opera. Um, an, an opera was composed, A Bird That Wants to Fly, uh, composed by Michael Raphael and performed by Trilogy and Opera Company. And the um, um, the actor Danny Glover narrated it. Yeah. And then it became a, uh, a, a, a a wonderful puppet performance too. So I, I don't know, I, I, um, um, I, I've just been working on this and working through this on a personal level, as well as caring for others, you know, for a very long time. And, I, and I'm grateful that um, I've been able to do this and to, and to know such wonderful artists well, hopefully we'll be able to talk again because I'm sure you got many more films ahead of you. Uh, what did you guys, last question, what did you guys think about our audience? We sent you the feedback video. What did you think about what the audience had to say about your film? I'm going to say that I was crying, smiling. It was that when you write, you're by yourself. It's a very lonely mm -hmm. Creative work, and you don't know if the reader will get what you're trying to say. You don't know if you're communicating what you want to communicate. So, when I finally got to see that feedback of the from the audience, it was like they understood, they got it. And I smiled and tears of joy. I, yeah, I got it. What did you guys think? Same, I felt pride, I felt joy, I felt humility because it's also, uh, it made me feel very humble that other people actually uh, enjoyed what I did. Uh, again, animation is also a very lonely process because you're you're doing, frame by frame by frame and you you have an idea how it's going to look at in the end but you don't know how people are going to perceive it so to to hear people actually enjoy it it's, it's such a such an accomplishment so good I, yeah i felt as did starlet and lucia um so it was a very meaningful i, I can't even find the words to express it to, to have people um, be moved by the piece. And then I'm, I'm thinking too that uh, it, it, there can be the, the, the focus, which we've all, we, we shared for so many months of each detail, working it out. So on the one hand, it's very, very focused. And then it's very, at least for me, like very expansive about what we're doing. And, and then to hear and see one person Right, who who watched it and and sharing their experience with us about it, um, it, it it was very very powerful. And also, it was every age and every race, every ethnicity. So yeah. you like yeah. wow, wide spectrum. Yeah, yes, mm -hmm. that's what we try to do. I appreciate you guys' words. Like I said, this is an amazing film. It's interesting that this is a film really about kind of like loneliness and like and, and like you said you're like writing your like it's an individual exercise animating is an individual exercise 
you're doing therapy, which is, you know, you're working with somebody else, but you have to keep mostly everything to yourself. So there's a lot of like, in the, there's a lot of like lack of expression, I should say, where you're like, you're kind of in your own little world, your own little head and how you collaborated this film and how you made this, this, this film about expression and about determination is amazing. And there's a lot of, a lot of great uh, messages and metaphors to be tied up into what you guys did. So hopefully you guys can all work again together. I'm sure you are. It seems like Diane is, uh, is, is a master producer. So uh, <laughs> to you. I interview filmmakers all the time. You, Diane, you got something. You got, you got oh, a, a skill you. set that you got. Not the, the other two, you guys are both. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Production. I, I'd like to share too that, uh, that um, with Marble Me Free that uh, we have been um, accepted. It's called uh, Marble Me Free, colon, Pain and Poetry. We, we're doing a workshop at the National Association for Poetry Therapy um, in Colorado at the end of March um, 2023. Uh, and we also, we have the marblemefree.com website, yep. uh, which is all about um, resources, uh, for people that are in physical, emotional distress. Um, uh, also, we want to do workshops, uh, arts and healing workshops, um, utilizing uh, the poetry and the animation to bring people together. So we have big dreams yeah. that Starlet has inspired through her wonderful. That's amazing. Yeah, it's oh. a great website as well. So I wish you guys the best of luck. Uh, thank you very much for your time. And I'm glad we were able to do this all together. And I'm sure we'll talk, I'll talk to one of you all or all of you all individually in the future. So I appreciate it, everything. It's an amazing film. Thank you very oh, much. Thank you. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six.